Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge in the house. What up, my dog? What up? Another uh, Fighter Spotlight Podcast today. Today we are welcoming Mr. Kevin Allred to the podcast, who will be fighting March 19th for Steel Fist Fight Night. Kevin, what up, dog? Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, man. So we uh, we had your opponent on Friday, um, and we've got you on today. So we are we are excited to talk to you, man. That's awesome. That's cool. I'm excited too. Kind of new to me. Oh man, in studio, in studio, in yeah. studio. As you can't tell, yeah, yeah in right. studio. Tires, tires are going bad. I'm like, I think I can, I think I can make it here, you guys. Bro, no, <laughs> okay, so this happened right before air. Yeah. Everybody always knows. I always sit there. Yes. And he asked me to switch. Yeah. Yeah. I told him I'd kick his ass if I didn't, if we didn't switch. <laughs> For personal reasons, just for personal reasons. I believe it. Yeah. Um, no, tell them the real reason. Oh, I just wanted to show this off. It looks really weird sitting on the other side like this. Like, so I mean, you you can this sleeve, gotta, yeah. I mean, are you gonna? Some love. Yeah. You gotta do both arms. You gotta do both I, arms. I, I you don't have to worry about it. That. I was kind of thinking of big old throat piece, anyways, to just be a little, you know. I mean, hey, just in case, you. just in case my arms like not in the picture ever. They're like, yeah, well, at least just... he's got that big old throat piece going on. Like Nanad. Yeah, I was you know thinking. Nod? Nod. Nod, Cole Schaefer's coach. Oh, the yeah. Serbian. It's got, yeah, the, that it's got the tattoo that's coming up his neck. Yeah, I want to get yeah. something really, really just gross and nasty up on my throat. <laughs> I feel like you, if to have a throat tattoo, you either have to grow up in like Chicago or South Central or Serbia. Oh, close. You gotta close. Get, you yeah, gotta Sheridan, that. Wyoming, which. <laughs> oh. You yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm from a, almost like the North Mont, almost by the Montana border, and it's gorgeous, gorgeous place. It can be or the Dub J. It can be sketch, yeah. It can be a little weird. Um, I could see, I could see some throat tattoos coming out of Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, you're training out of Fight City now, right? Is that, City, that yes, sir. Nice, heck yeah. Like, how long have you been there? Whew, let's see. We kind of started talking about this lineup and everything, and we knew it was going to eventually happen to where, regardless, let's get into the gym. So I would say a, just a little bit before before Christmas, maybe, and then kind of was getting myself ready to hit it hard as the first of the year. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. So real consistent, at least since the first of the year. How long has it been since you've trained consistently in a gym? Uh, at a fight gym, geez, I would say probably back at Factum. It had to have been like six or seven years ago. And uh, I was on a pretty good run then. I think I was, man, I'm old and been hitting the head a lot. Uh, I think I was like four and two under under Factum and then kind of just needed yes. to take a big long break and uh get fat be over fighting for a little bit <laughs> and yeah so i've definitely been gone a long time my wife keeps me in good shape uh so even not doing the gym not doing fight city and stuff we would do like planet fitness we would oh, cool. uh, go on hikes a lot uh be real uh careful with our diet and stuff she's a real she's really into health stuff and super active so that kind of get got me off the couch a lot and made me start focusing on myself and start loving myself a little bit more after that break. Nice. Well, I have a couple questions now. This is this like spurring question. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it. Is this a one-off? 
or is this a uh, I'm back? I'm gonna stick around. We that's one thing that we talked about too with my family is are we doing this one time or are we gonna stick around? And I think it's gonna just be a waste of a lot of people's time if I don't stick around. I don't have particular opponents. I don't know if I'm gonna fight again right away, but I it's not gonna do anybody else any good for me to train for my own fight for six weeks to a month and not be a teammate in return. So I really owe it to this family of mine, whether it's teammates, whether it's still fists and stuff like that, everybody making that effort for me. I want to, I want to give that effort back to them too, especially how many sacrifices people are making just for me to be here and stuff. So I want to, I want to give that back to you guys too. That's awesome. Heck yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Thank you. So that was, that was question one. Question two, why fight city? Um, I'm really familiar. If there's anybody I'm most familiar with as far as fighting, it's Tim Carroll and Eric Wallen and holy cow, like they're just so good. Yeah. Cause Eric used to be at Factum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, gotcha. and then he, then he started this. Um, but yeah, Eric's real fun to work with Tim Carroll, man. Like you kind of forget that you're doing work because it's so fun. And then all of a sudden you're done and you just like, you can't move anymore. It's, just, <laughs> it's so crazy. And since then I've just, I don't know, the teammate scenario there is, I'm not going to say better than fight city and stuff, but like I'm a really shy and kind of timid person. Like you guys see me chatty and stuff like that. And that's just me faking it till I make it. I'm really shy. I'm really timid. And like people like Kindred Wolf walking up and throwing an arm around me and let's do some sparring. And like, I've had several people, Rod Payne, Rod Payne's always there. And I want to name drop the best I can, but uh, Russell Souza, like so many people just offering to help rather than me. I've been in gyms where I'm standing in a corner and afraid, afraid to like insert myself. And I'm glad that I'm past that. And I definitely, it, it wasn't like that a fact to me either. It was, it was just kind of a different, different vibe there. And uh, yeah, fight city. It's just, man, like, Hey, what's up, brother? Like you could just be like, I love you, man. Like it's cool. That's awesome. So yeah, Kevin, of- I, I got a couple questions. I got one question specifically about your fight on March 19th against Dustin Crawford. Um, there seems to be a little bit of bad blood with, from you guys. And, and he kind of gave his spill on what happened. Fo- what, what's, 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 Feisty what's that? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does what's, he have a nickname right now? I, I don't know. I don't think so, but I, oh, I could man. be wrong. What's, where's, where's the bad blood coming from? What's your end of the story? Oh, you. Okay, so I don't want to fuel anybody's fire here. I want to stoke my fire. I'm fuel here for all red. We can talk about this a little bit. Mainly, he we just come from back in the day, really. We come, yeah. we're, we're kind of OGs. You guys are both uh, old school, older oh, school, yeah, school guys. Like, I my first main event, ultimate, I think, was like ultimate e- combat yeah, days. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, like we come back from Club Vegas and things like that, or just you know, we use the term broom closet a lot because. My first main event, I, I fought Ollie Bradstreet. That was probably like my tenth fight. We're re- I'm I don't know about him, but I'm re- warming up in a broom closet, and like it's just like it's just like that, you know. And so we come from way back, and we're at a point now where we're getting spoiled. Like this could be your first fight ever, and you get to walk on and do a podcast with somebody, uh, or you get no matter what venue you're looking at, you get some big old lights and sound and fog and all that stuff and promoters that are going to take really good care of you and stuff. So 
the sports definitely come a long ways and it's just a little bit of a shock that we haven't fought each other. Um, aside from that, yeah, there's kind of a little bit of friction there and I kind of let it happen because I wanted to be extra motivated and okay. All right. there's a point. I just think that bullying is not cool and I don't want him. I don't want either of us to feel bullied anymore, but yeah, there's a lot of emotion going into this and I've never, let somebody just come and try and beef with me like that. And I'm kind of excited to see what happens because I don't know. I feel like I don't do well when I'm beefing. And like I said, we're to the point in the camp where now I just need to focus on me and I like, that. you know, yeah. And people ask me all the time, how's your training going? How's this? And like, I'm not over here making him famous with my words and things like that. I'm, I'm boosting like myself up. I don't, he doesn't need any more, uh playstation hits or anything like that <laughs> so dude i i, I mean i i dig I it like, yeah it's awesome yeah, for sure yeah um you are so and then so back to your training um so since it's been a while since you've been in it is it is it just like riding a bike like grappling <laughs> striking everything or is it taking some is it taking some time to kind of get your rhythm back with some of that stuff that's a good question so there's days where boom i still got it and i'm I'm feeling so good. And then I'm like, just jumping on a unicycle instead of a bike. Uh, I was walking around at like 165 before, and you guys all noticed I had plumped up just a bit. And <laughs> so it's been kind of a science experiment seeing how my body's handling this at 39 years old and walking around at 185, 190, which when I started doing this, I was. I was struggling to stay under 210 pounds. So right now, like I, this, it's not a huge change, but the things that are going on in my life and, and things like that, just changing, changing tons. So it's, yeah, it's like a big science experiment just to see how, what my body's handling it now. And there's days where I'm about to puke and uh, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's definitely more like riding a unicycle at times instead of a bicycle. Uh, we got a question in here. Dutch is asking, are you guys, you guys are fighting at 155, right? Um, I, from what I understand, I think we're doing like a 170 max. Oh, okay. I already feel like just me being out for so long. I know I'm going to make that weight, but it, it that alone is going to be a bit tough too. So yeah. I'm, I'm definitely glad we're not aiming for 155 right now. Okay. So kind of a catch weight. Mm. Okay. So it's a, it's a welterweight fight. If it's 170, then it's welterweight. But, yeah. But, yeah. And he's about the structure of a welterweight, which, I mean, that's what you get for a 155. You get somebody who's about yeah. six feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, based off what you've seen, you know, not emotion side, what you've seen from his fights, because he, he he's kind of – he's had a fight – his comeback fight against mm -hmm. AJ Garcia. And we, we saw him in there um, versus with where you're at. Like, where do you feel like stylistically you can, you have the advantages or, or whatever, like just about uh, the fight. I would, I would say just, you know, my lifestyle change and my health and my coaching and just the way that I'm going about this. I, I just don't see it not going in my direction. And, uh, it's hard to say like so i watched his fight one time i don't want like 
I definitely didn't want to dig into his fight and stuff because you got to assume there's rust on both ends of those fighters. Sure. Uh, and even, even if they're absolutely killing it and I have to expect that there's going to be some level of rust on my end too. And it's going to come from somewhere that I didn't expect to. So I'm just kind of trying to always be thinking of the worst case scenario, put myself in really crappy situations as far as training to have to work things out because it's never game plan a that, you know, <laughs> you don't just go, you don't just get a fight where it just goes 100% game plan a, right. you know, and it'll just never happen that way. So just, yeah, like trying to find things that are just not working for me, finding things that are really uncomfortable and trying to expose that a lot so that it's like, you know, get knocked out in practice. So you don't get knocked out you know, in, the, in your fight, you know? So yeah, just, just trying to be aware that there's rust. And even if, I don't know, I could be five fights in right now and you know, I, it's something's just unexpected is going to happen and you have to prepare for that. I mean, that's, that's what I always say. Like when we think of fights and stuff, like nothing's a guarantee in this sport. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the only thing you can expect is the unexpected will happen. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> So leads me in another question. So everybody, most fighters, when they either take a break or walk away or whatever, mm. like for me, it was this way for football. I miss football so much. I couldn't even be around it. I didn't really enjoy even going to like games anymore as much because I miss playing it so much. Uh-huh. How, and mo a lot of fighters have a hard time staying away. So you've been integral to the Steel Fist family and team for so long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not fighting. Not fighting. Has that like made it so like, has that itch been like popping up here and there to fight again? Or has it been like, no, it's because I'm a part of the show. Like that, that fills that itch. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah. I actually, yeah. People ask me that a lot. Uh, I've seen fighters try to retire and like you, you just can't use the R word. Yeah. Inviting. Yeah. And I, that's pretty much my answer. Like I've seen people retire and come back and I've seen people do that where it works out great. And I've seen people do that where it's almost scary to watch. It's a train wreck. It is a train wreck. Yeah. And some, some of these people enjoy doing what they do just right off the couch. And that's awesome. And I'll, and I'll help those people out and stuff like that. Uh, but you've got like your Cole Schaefer's that, you know, you got people that are doing this all of the time now and stuff. So it's sorry, I'm straying a lot. No, you're good. No, that's okay. That's okay. So, so I come across, yeah, I'm helping these people in the back, and that is definitely scratching a niche for me and showing me, whoa, I'm glad I'm not back yet because that was terrible. Or, you know, this will be really fun when I come back, but right now I'm good. So yeah, and now, now that I am coming back, I feel more confident because I've been able to take that time knowing that. <laughs> Mason said he, he predicts you're going to win by knockout. Oh, okay. And so then Dustin. Dustin goes, says he's got a hundred bucks. It's not going to happen. Spicy hot, spicy hot. So, anyways, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, yo. Yeah. No. So, but like wrapping hands and being a part of the show is like, yeah. Like, dude, so like you said, right. So you've been around OG days. Like 
the sports evolved so much. I've only been around for like five years. Right. And it's evolved a lot in that five years. And then I go back and look how it was before I got into the local scene. Yeah. And it's grown even so much more since then. I'm like, I feel like I'm almost at the tail end of the amateurs that it's like, it's, you're almost looking, there's, there's hobbyist and then there's hobbyist amateurs like me. Yeah. And then there's amateurs like Cole Faust where it's like, you better be all in or else you're going to throw a night. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so it's like finding that balance of like, which still does a really good job. I feel like I'm finding those matchups and, and things like that of, you know, kind of the making sure people are on the correct levels fighting each other. And yeah. And this is a big thing too. If, if, somebody is up here and and there's another guy down here and stepping up i've never had a fight where they haven't been like hey just so you know he's this is a little this is more than what you're used to we believe yeah. in you you know nobody's gonna like for example uh carrie latimer one of the best friends i've ever had we met the day that we were gonna fight we met at our weigh-ins to fight and his promoter said he's all right i think you'll do okay against him uh He's he's fought a couple good guys. I looked him up and I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. Like he could have just told me he's gonna be good. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter to me, but you don't gotta just hey, you'll be okay. Um sorry, we changed gears a second. So yeah, being in the back. So here's another thing too. I don't, I don't, I'll never get tired of fighting, but sometimes I like being around so much that I'm not even watching the fights. Like uh, sometimes I won't come out of the back room, especially just like anxiety wise and stuff like that. Yeah. No, sure. This is cool right here. And you get to see this transition of somebody, you know, oh, chill out, chill out and the room starting to spread out. And all of a sudden there's, you know, maybe only three or four fighters there. And you just like see that whole vibe change of like, we ain't, we ain't messing around no more, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's cool. It's, it's a whole nother aspect where sometimes that's funner than watching the fights. And knowing that you guys can't do that, but I can. But sometimes you can. Yeah, so you guys can. I, I can attest But that. a lot of you guys cannot do that, and that's fun. So I just pointed my poster. Like, when I was the main event against Justin McDonald, right, there were 16 fights that night. Uh-huh. I'm sitting in the back, and you just watch all 16 fighters in their corner, and that room gets emptier and emptier and emptier. And then uh-huh. it's, like, co-main event time, and then it's just you and, like, yeah, two of your coaches, and that's it in that whole big back area. Yeah. And it's just, like – like this is like the vibe is just different right for sure and there's one side that i call the echo room or the migraine room and it's got those bright lights and it's just instead of one big room you get a couple of rooms and yeah it's i feel like that's kind of even worse yeah so kevin i want to touch on that a little bit mason just brought up a point about how he gets so much anxiety back there and you, you touched on that that you're you're not a very outgoing person. You kind of stay to yourself. How, how do you deal with those emotions uh, backstage before a fight? Oh, to be honest, I don't know if you would ever see nervousness in my face in the back. I, I yeah. don't know if I'm hiding it that well or, or distracting myself that yeah. well. But, uh, and I feel like I probably feel pretty, look pretty nervous when I'm cornering. But like as a fight, like as I'm going to fight and stuff, I don't really feel like I, I probably don't show that much nervousness especially probably how much I'm focused and, you know, Dustin's been around too, to where at least this process of getting through the nerves were at least ready for, you know? Yeah. Uh, but if this was my first fight and we're going under the lights with still fists and stuff like that, 
probably want a trash can next to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk about the process. So this is kind of sidetrack because mm-hmm. you've been around. You've been around. You, you help. And you're at all the shows and stuff. I gotta ask. Is there? Have you ever had an experience like you did cornering Tony Lopez at that last couple fights, couple oh, weekends ago? Um, similar, especially because it's it's very common that it's somebody I don't know, and if especially if he's clearly not a first time fighter, but I yeah, hundred fights, yeah, been around. He's had a few fights. <laughs> did you sense any nerves from him? No. Well, like preparation sure. nerves and stuff like sure. that. It was really cool seeing his daughter come in the back. His daughter was the corner. I would, I carried the dang bucket and stuff. Like <laughs> she got gets way. Clearly, I get no credit for what happened there. Um, but I could tell she put a lot of work into him and just going and check on him and stuff. And that was really fun to watch. But yeah, he definitely just looked like he just hey, I got a really hard job I need to do. Just let me focus and don't talk to me. And that probably made it a lot easier. Like if I'm working with somebody I don't know, I'm going to keep it really simple and try not to confuse anybody, you know? Um, but, uh, there is, I could, uh, what's a comparison? Leo Pla. Oh man. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you guys are, oh, yeah. yeah. You keep bringing up all these dudes and knock down uh, my teammates. I'm, oh, <laughs> I, brought up I know, you know what, I, too? I know I'm all like, I'm just kidding. Look at those there wicked guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, it's just like, Hey, I'm just going to do, what I do and just remind me, remind me to keep moving or something like that. And they put themselves in great situations where it was like, cool. Yeah. And it's kind of, and it's kind of fun to just be that close on a main event or something like that too. Wouldn't say no to any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's unique, right? Like, so like both those, like both of those, right. Uh, Leo is a good one. Tony, like Mm -hmm. they're my teammates. In the moment, I feel sick to my stomach for my teammates. Absolutely. But you take a step back and you just like it. It's what's so awesome about this sport. Mm-hmm. Like a dude can just like get in the car with his daughter or two kids, right? Yeah. Tony, yeah. Dr- drive up here and beat somebody like Ben Moa, which I mean, that place was rocking for Ben. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's like coming and, and get the win. But it's like, how do you not respect that guy? Oh, for sure. You know, he, I, I, I mean, I've even talked to Ben since then. He has been everybody's respect. Yeah. So cool. And you just have, for me, it's like, you have the most unique seat in the house for that. Yeah. yeah. I love You're the when... one guy in there that's cheering for that guy. Right? Uh-huh. And yeah. especially in, and it's cool when that dude doesn't want me to talk to him and stuff like that. Cause he's, you know, way deep in his fights and stuff. Uh, but I like it even more when I can uh, conversate with them and actually help actually feel like I'm bringing them across that line rather than just you're on your own, you know? Yeah. Is is there anybody that stands out that you've cornered that you're like, this, this guy's pretty cool. Like, I, I like this guy. I'm sure there's probably a lot, but is there anybody that sticks out? There's a recent dude. Is it Josh? Is it a Josh Henderson or a John Henderson that I cornered somewhat recently? Um, Had no clue what to expect, but we kind of get into this uh, first round, you know, and he's already kind of gassed, settle in, settle in. And like, I just it's so weird to see first time fighters be able to hang in there and make it three rounds. Yeah, just because of that adrenaline dump and all that stuff. And he like just the more tired he got, the more he was able to just listen and and not just be Mr. Tough Guy anymore. And it was that classic case. I don't know if this was a one hit guy or not. Classic case of 
just swinging huge slow tanks and the other guy pat, 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 and just reacting and landing four or five shots in a row. And it's just like, keep calm. We're going to just get right through this. And eventually his pace just, just out, outdid him, you know, and it was over. I'm like, and I told him as soon as it was over, like you did every single thing you were supposed to do. Just listen, bring him to me, you know, no, no home runs. That's a big one. I say too. no home runs. Keep it, you know, stay smart. Uh, Dutch just put on there. What kind of instruction did, did Tony give you for being in his corner? Did he, did he tell you anything? Did he want advice or just mainly, Hey dude, just get my stool and give me water before he bought out. Uh, he said, I'll out. tell you, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you when I want water. Um, don't say anything to me other than just tell me if I start to pause up a little bit, because he said that that could be a little habit for him. So just remind him, keep moving other than that. And that's literally all I would say too is when we were in the corner, I would just say, don't change anything. I have nothing to say to you. Don't change anything. Here's your water. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That's a good yeah, question. Dutch. Happy to be here. That's cool. I mean, dude, you've cornered you've cornered against me. My first couple of fights were against independent guys, and you cornered yeah. against me. When you're getting those independent guys that maybe their first fight or you know first fight for Steel Fist or whatever, mm -hmm. if you don't really know their style or whatever, do you try in the back to like kind of be like, so what's your game plan? Like, like you know, do, what's that conversation? A little bit, yeah. I usually say like, right now the hay's in the barn. I cannot teach you anything right now. Yeah be able to listen while we're in there, but there's, I'm not going to show you how to do a triangle right now. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to show you how to throw a punch. I don't have, I really like, I wish I could take some mitts around and do some mitts with these brand new people, but how many people are going to be like, Oh, he, uh, he jacked up my shoulder warming up or yeah. You know, and yeah, a lot, yeah. yeah. And a lot of times, like if I'm teaching you how to do this for the first time and you're about to fight, like, the haze in the barn, dude. Like you don't want to be teaching gonna, somebody thinking how how do I yeah. punch, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's deal with what you can do right now, and let's talk about as things are happening, you know. But if all if all you can do is keep them towards my voice and listen, uh, you know, keep your head moving and stuff like that, and just be able to adjust on the little things. Like I said, if if I just taught you how to do a triangle, you're not going to execute it out there in ten minutes. So True. let's just forget about that. <laughs> Funny memory. I just realized that my very first fight, I fought Denny Soriano. Okay. You were in his corner. Uh-huh. He head kicked me <laughs> like 13, 15 <laughs> seconds into the fight. Kick him in that. No. no uh, this was illegal no. at the time, right? Yeah. It okay. was still illegal. Yeah. But the ref didn't do anything about it because I went down and I kind of just like grabbed him. Because uh -huh. And all I could remember was I could hear your voice and I couldn't hear my <laughs> corner's voice. Yeah. But then I remember just trying to drag him over to my mm -hmm. corner because I could hear your voice. Yeah. My corner. And I've been doing this a while. I've got some pipes yeah. on me. Yeah. If, if But you still, you got to be, you still got to be on our side a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But, um, well, and that's crazy too, because if it is a stranger, they probably don't know my voice and I might have forgot his name too you know so yeah hey, <laughs> hey you're doing great guy you're doing guy, great guy. keep it up buddy keep it up red, bro red corner <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah cool man. Oh, uh so are you a big fan of mma too do you like watch ufc and stuff or are you more just still digging the local scene type guy i love the local scene way more but the main thing is the sport has gotten so big Somebody will be like, did you see so-and-so fight? And I don't really remember. Like, I could honestly forget how a fight happened 
how a fight ended as soon as I get in the cage to give them water sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, it's like working for a concert and you've seen the show, yeah. you know, yeah. you've seen yeah. the act, you know, and yeah. everything is very unique, you know, but yeah, sometimes maybe it's just the hits to the head or something. <laughs> I'm just like, that was awesome, but I'll probably forgot what happened, you know, other than probably who won and who lost. ADD. All right. So I got another, I got a, well, more of a comment and we'll circle back to your fight with Dustin on, on Friday, Dustin mentioned he, he kind of issued a challenge to say that he wanted to stand with you for the first round and just stand there and just bang it out in the first round. And he said, after the first round, then anything goes, but he was kind of issuing that challenge to you. If you, if you would take that up on him, <laughs> I'm not take- really, I'm not familiar with that guy. I don't know, um, <laughs> but I've, uh, yeah apparently he wants this he wants to stand and bang the first round is, is what he's saying. Heard. i want to get in a fight with somebody and that's just the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life um and i'm not i'm not really going yeah i've got an opponent on the other side clearly you guys can see and read all his stuff and he's got a lot to say and stuff but my gym doesn't really do like the mouth skills thing like there's not a mouth class at fight city yeah. And and there's not like a PlayStation class that shows you how to execute moves on PlayStation 5. Um so I've got I've been my own opponent for long enough right now that I've got my own self to deal with and Mr. Yaka Yaka there like you just keep doing that thing, okay? Cuz I'm going to keep doing this. I, I I love the mindset, Kevin. I love it. Yeah. So, it. I mean, cause so yeah, it, it's interesting when somebody says like, I'm going to do this, but you know, at the end of the day, like it is MMA. So it's not like it would be like, yeah, I know? don't know like, if I've heard a question like that since a Mike Stidham show. So like you could go like do something at what used to be Sandy station. If you want to live back in the broom closet days and stuff, but yeah, we're, we're, this is still fist, yo. Like this is, yeah, like it's just not like that anymore, brother. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna get in a fight with you, and I don't, I don't really care what you have to say, and I don't care what you think your game plan is. Like, I'm sorry, but I, this is what's on my mind right now. Okay. Any uh, any predictions on the fight? So just success. <laughs> just okay. very much success. You said, I, I'm, you said it was Xbox. <laughs> You said it was Xbox, not PlayStation. Dude, that thing's outdated, yo. <laughs> what the hell was I saying? Shut up. Oh, we were talking about how, my bad. I didn't mean to. <laughs> you freaking Jason. I'm sorry. I It popped up and I just couldn't stop you. laughing. I was laughing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. No, but you're, you're just predicting success. Yeah, yeah predicting success. success yeah, man, I'm like, I got to just say my family and stuff. I'm winning right now so much. And like, there's no way that I'm not going to walk away successful, whether, you know, things happen. I could lose a fight or something like that, but I'm winning and I'm leaving that venue a winner. And that's not something that spicy hot can, can take away from me. Like you cannot take away the success that's happening with me right now. It's never going to happen. I love that. That's kind of, once I accepted, uh, Dominic Cruz said it when somebody said something, he said, when, when did you, and they were just asking him since he'd come off his loss and lost his belt. And he goes, he goes, you know, the, the best thing, the most freeing thing is when I realized that I could be happy without being world champion. 
Yeah. Like winning wasn't the end all be all of happiness. Yeah. 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 If you're, yeah, nobody's going to retire undefeated, you know, <laughs> unless your name's Khabib. He's the non. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're but, right. Yeah. But everybody, you know, every it's, it's part of the sport. Yeah. So, and you, I love it. You definitely, there's a big part of the sport that he missed out on by not experiencing the loss as weird as that sounds like, yeah. To not have to deal with that stuff and come, about Khabib, yeah. And, yeah, and come back and stuff like that. Like, there's a big part of the competition that you missed out on. So, I'll beat Khabib one day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But and and he can figure out what it's like to lose or something like that. I'll beat him in like yeah. poker or something. There you go. Hey, I mean, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it, but even GSP are entertaining a grappling match. Grappling match. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. That, that would be, be fun. fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch this. I'd watch that. But It'd be anyways. really long. It'd be like. Especially what if it was like an untimed match and it was like four hours or something. <laughs> yeah, your internet's a little slow now, Zach. It's you now, Zach. I got mine fixed. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's you, dog. It's you, dog. Your pitcher. Doing good. All right. Hey, uh, Kevin. We'll let you. We'll we'll wrap this up, man. Do you have any sponsors you want to give a shout out to? I would love to. I'm gonna whip out my phone real quick. Do <laughs> I got it. Some reminders. Perfect. Do it. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, also just thank you, everybody. I, you know, if even if there's somebody out there that hates me and doesn't give a crap what I say, just I appreciate you just being watching MMA, listening to us talk crap on each other, whatever it is. Okay, so um, first one I want to say is uh, a flawless company. It's uh, pronounced it's a P H L A W L E S S. And uh, she's on she's on Facebook. You guys can follow her. I'm going to go ahead and share her page and everything as soon as we're done. Um, she's really good. She's been she's been uh, help lining up shirts for me and everything that hopefully we get. Get squared away really, really quickly. It's been <laughs> it's been crazy busy. So, yeah, flawless. She's amazing. She does uh, custom apparel and vinyl decals. Nice. 18 construction, which they're, they're actually helping out the Marshalls Brothers, too. Just barely started talking with them and we're already dumping through tables. These people are so cool. Uh, And I want to tell them, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Bobby and Jen Archuleta. Uh, I'll share those guys too. I shared them yesterday. Wayne Brown, extreme fire protection. This dude is helping out so many MMA fighters. Yep. Got to just appreciate how much he's doing for some of the shows and some of the actual, just the fighters that are, I mean, this is not easy. It's not easy being family people and stuff like that. And sponsors, if you're a small business owner or something, help these fighters out if you can. It's extremely, it really, really important. Uh, and also Jason with Wasatch Tetris Movers. I've known this guy for probably 20 years. Really, really good moving company, got great reviews. It, he's gotta be at the number one on Yelp or I think Google. He's, he keeps up with all those and it sounds like his, his reviews are really awesome too. And I've, I've worked with him for like several, several years. So, uh, awesome. yeah, get with those guys. Hopefully we can get some other sponsors on board. Um, but yeah, just, I appreciate you guys all, uh, listening to what we have to say and just being interested in stuff. How do people get a hold of you for tickets? Um, gosh, should I put my phone number out here? Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> Facebook? yeah Facebook? Facebook's yeah. probably best. Yeah, um, I don't want to do that. Can, We've had some weird yeah. spam stuff coming lately. Yeah, and I'm, man, I'm pretty gross anyways, you know. So, um, yeah, just Facebook Messenger is probably best. Kevin Allred. Right on. 
Hit them up. March 19th, Steel Fist Fight Night. Come check out Kevin. Zach will be on the card. We got a stacked card. Super excited. Kevin, thank you for joining us, man. It was awesome talking to you and, and hearing all the stories. It's 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 gonna be uh it's gonna be a good night, March 19th. Yeah, dude. I can't wait to visit with you guys again. Thank you, everybody. Roger. We out. Bye, Beverly. It's a natural.